So let's do more microphone tests. Okay. So just uh, start speaking normal sentences. Okay. Mama made me match my M&M's. You want to speak louder than that. Mama made me match my M&M's. Mama made me match my M&M's. Did you guys sing that for... Yeah. Oh, we did too, but we only did it when we had a substitute teacher. Mm. Uh, we did uh, the Bottle Pop song. Did you ever do that one? One bottle pop, two bottle pop, three bottle pop, four bottle pop. No, no never did that. Mm. Uh, there was three verses, and so it was a good harmonizing song. Wait, how can you do more than just one bottle pop, two bottle pop? What's the second verse? Uh, A bottle pop, B no. bottle pop. Fish and chips and vinegar, vinegar, vinegar. What was the third verse? Don't throw your trash in my backyard, my backyard, my backyard. Don't throw your trash in my backyard, my backyard's full. That's fine, but I'm more confused when those three... I'll play you a video after this. But can you imagine the three of them together? Yes, I can, because <laughs> all three of them are sung I hate that. I'll play you a song later. Okay, thanks. Okay, all right. My name is Jake McLean, and you're listening to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Forty-five minutes. You definitely could do that. <laughs> that would be a move. Hey, what's up, you guys? We have forty-five minutes of pure silence. <laughs> um, have you heard about the guy who made a song that is the first song that pops up in your uh, iPhone, so that you have like silence when you get in your car, so when you like plug in your phone, it doesn't start like doing the first A song that you have on the list. What? So he, like, specifically made, like, silence for 20 minutes so that when you get in your car, it's not like, I don't even know a song that starts with an A. Like, Andaconda. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't start with that. So, uh, a funny story about that. Uh, when Garrett Morganson and I were traveling to uh, a fraternity conference, mm-hmm. uh, the car we rented uh, would automatically, like, it did, like, the Apple, like, car play thing. Right. And so it would uh, shuffle my entire iTunes library, but then unshuffle it right before it started playing. Uh, and the first A song I had was called Abrazame, uh, and it's a mariachi song. Uh, okay. And so you could just hear it the whole freaking time. That's what I'm talking about. And he so. made sure that the first song you hear is like, I don't even know. I'm assuming the song title is uh, just a bunch of A's. Yeah, that makes sense. Is my voice okay? Try speaking again. Is my voice okay? Yeah, you probably just want to lean into the microphone a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I just want to lean into this conversation. Yeah, you want to just lean into the conversation a little bit. Okay, am I talking right? Yep. What if I start talking really loud? That's uh, blowing out my eardrums. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> so I'll either give you like oh, a no. like a please like. Speak. What if I start laughing and I do my one. Soft laugh, one loud laugh. Ha Yeah. How is that going to blow out uh, your ears? It, uh, me well. <laughs> doing it blew out my speakers, so. Oh my gosh. Is this what you and Max do? Yep. Just lean into it. Literally. Literally. Actually, the microphone is, like, elevated to where we are, and so, like. Oh, because the seats are down? Right. Got it. 
Um, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I have the now most requested guest, uh, finally on the show, um, my wife, my PIC, Haley McQueen. Welcome to the show. I would like to thank the four people who requested me. So, uh, shout out to Hannah Nemerick, Max, who else? Uh, you don't have to call him out. Shout out to the other two. You can't think? That's fine. Nope, it's it's gone. It's fine. But a lot of people like that you're going to be on the show. Oh, Taylor Martin. Yeah. yeah Shout out. Taylor Martin. Hello. <laughs> uh, thanks for being loyal listeners. See what happens if you request things. I just make it happen, you know? He is uh, a man of the people. So, people, keep requesting. That's right. Uh, so... I obviously know you because that would be awkward if you didn't. Because we married. <laughs> so why don't you tell the listeners of the show today a little bit about yourself? Okay, uh, my name is Haley McLean. Uh, my maiden name is Haley Garrett. I am from Woodhall, Illinois. I was born and raised there. I went to Monmouth College, and that's where I met Jake McLean. And um, I've I was an accounting, business, and economics major. Um, and now I work at uh, Lexus Fire Equipment. You just live in the dream. Live in the dream. That's right. So uh, we'll kind of debrief uh, everything, but yes. uh, just in case there are listeners out there who still. Uh, don't really know yet. I think we'll just spend some time throwing it back a little bit. Okay. If that's cool with you. Absolutely. Cool. So, uh, you grew up in Woodhall, yes. where we currently live. With our dog, Sophie. With our dog, Sophie. Shout out to Sophie. We miss you. Uh, we're staying in a hotel right now, which is the only way that we are able to do this podcast. Otherwise, Sophie would be whining up a storm. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. Tell us about... Growing up in Woodhall. Okay, so one of the things that um, is kind of special, I guess, about uh, living in a small town is not only I live in a small town, but I also live in the town with a good portion of my mother's family. Um, We take up most areas of Woodhall. I think we've got most sections covered. So when I was growing up, I couldn't get in trouble because not only does the town talk to your mom because she works at the bank in town, but your family will talk about whatever you've done wrong. And my grandma worked at the um, middle high school. So elementary school, I could, you know, run around, be reckless. But then once I got in the middle high school, I had to keep it under control because grandma knew everything. Man, you just like... Sounds more like a, uh, well, gosh, uh, what is the thing I'm thinking of? You know, like the Truman Show, where like everybody's like just yeah, uh, play and pretend. You know, that's for whatever reason. That's what that reminded me of. And I'm not saying it was it wasn't it was all a bad thing. Like I appreciate having all of my family living around me, but that could be one of the uh, downfalls. The, the drawbacks, but. That kind of made me, at a young age, realize that I need to think about what I'm doing so that it doesn't get back to people. So I'm not 
I'm not mad about that because I'd rather... That's a lesson that you need to learn early on. Amen. Always thinking about kind of reputation. Yeah. Your brand. Yeah. I was brand thinking at, what, 10? Yeah. You were... uh, So it sounds like you're actually a trendsetter. Yeah. That's pretty much what I am. On your way to being an influencer. I tried, man. I tried. Yeah. Uh, So obviously being around family... All over the place, living in Woodhall. Um, what impact has being around family that much, that often, uh, had on you? I think having my family around has really made it one of my core values is family. You know, family first. Um, when I was in college, I was coming back for senior um, basketball games I was coming back for birthdays, stuff like that, which I think not only I did, my sister did, my cousins do. Um, We were all raised basically like we were brother and sisters. So it's very easy to make it a part of like my core value. Whereas like I think some people you don't realize until later that you like appreciate your family. So Mm -hmm. I'm very thankful thankful that it was such a big part of who i am yeah and uh being a guest now at those family dinners and uh, family events i think that i always um like when i was younger my family got together all the time uh and so like we like went out to everybody's stuff all the time birthdays were huge um and i think i missed that uh, from from my family, so being able to get together with your family pretty regularly is. I mean, been pretty fun. We do things to a point where it's somebody's birthday or it's Tuesday. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there are a couple of months where we don't have any birthdays, so we've really been pushing towards you know like you need to marry somebody who's in <laughs> April. <laughs> <laughs> I just. When's your birthday? Oh, it's in July. N- never mind. It's um no longer hey girl, what's your sign? It's hey girl, when's your birthday? Because we need people to fill these months. <laughs> oh my gosh, how funny! So uh, let's uh, fast forward a little bit. Uh, obviously, we met at Monmouth. Um, so, what brought you? Uh, to Monmouth as uh, as your undergrad. Um, when I was in senior year of high school, I decided I'm one of those people who decide something very early and sticks with it. Say we're going to a restaurant. I'm looking at the menu online. I've already decided what I want. You try to give me a special. No, no, no. <laughs> I want what I decided already. So I was kind of like that. Um. With college also, I looked into DeVry University, which is um, a technical college, Mm -hmm. and I thought that it would be very important to just get done with school as soon as possible and go into what I wanted to do because I knew I wanted to be in business and accounting. And uh, the problem is DeVry's up suburb of Chicago, so I was going to be away from my family. It's not the typical college setup, so it wouldn't be dorm rooms, and you're out in, like, two, two and a half years. So my mom was 
a little worried about that and how I would handle that. And so she told me to go look at colleges around the area. And I went and looked at a couple. One didn't have an accounting program, so I was like, hmm, bye-bye. Another one was way too big. I didn't like it. And then I went to Monmouth, and I had the best recruiter. Um, The whole campus, it was just like, I instantly got there, and I was like, wait, this is where I want to go. Which was weird, because like I said, I've always been, you make a decision, let's go with it. And so it kind of caught me off guard, but after I visited, after that visit, I knew that I really wanted to go to Monmouth. I could easily talk to the people um, on campus. Everyone was super nice, which I know when you're doing like admin stuff, you're not going to treat people badly because you want them to go there. (laughs) But there was something about it. I was just like, this is where I'm going. Uh Uh So... Uh, you mentioned that you knew that you wanted to do accounting like before you even got there. Right. And so uh, what about that kind of called out to you? Um, my senior year, I took an accounting class with the accounting teacher. Um, and she did such a great job of explaining it. It all made sense to me. I knew that that was something that I wanted to learn more about. I've always been, like, able to do well in school, but nothing fascinated me about it. And so learning business aspects and stuff like that and accounting is what really drew me to it. And it was such a good experience for me. I told my sister early when she was in high school that she had to take an accounting class because... We have similar but different personalities, and so I knew that she needed to get exposure to it sooner than I did. And she ended up taking accounting one, accounting two, and then the teacher ended up having her do an independent study for accounting three because she was so good at it. Wow. So it's just kind of been something that I, early on, was excited about. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that... um... When I was trying to figure out what my major was going to be, um, like, I had no idea. Like, my uh, parents at that time had not gone to college, and so it was like, okay, maybe I want to do, I don't know. So I went to community college first because I didn't have to figure it out. Um, And so I did that, uh, and then when I got to Monmouth, it was like, Let's try psychology. And then somebody was like, mm, well, you got to go. Wait, you started out as a psychology major? I did. Wow. Uh, so, like, I was, uh, like, I had signed my intent card as, like, a psychology person, like, for summer orientation. And then somebody during summer orientation was like, yeah, you got to go to get your master's after if you ever really want to make money with a degree. Fair. Uh, and, um, like, that was, like, the big a focal point of my experience uh, going into college because it was like, go to college, uh, study something that'll help you find a good job, get the good job, make lots of money. Uh, and uh, Which I feel like is kind of the big push um, because like my parents, they took college classes, but 
it was community college classes and they didn't do the whole four-year experience. And so if you don't have that experience, then the big push is that exactly go to college, get a good job, make bank. Make some money, yeah. Uh, So I, uh, before I even signed up for psychology classes, uh, I signed up to switch my major and switch to computer science. You did not. I did. Uh, Because I was like, oh, I like video games. Uh, So I'll learn how to code video games and then I'll make video games rolling in the dough. And then as you know, I took like two classes and I did horribly at both of them. And so I was like, "Mm, not for me. I changed my major about nine more times after that and then finally figured out sometime after that. I took a psychology class my freshman year because we needed science credit. And I had taken a psychology class my senior year. And so it was exactly the same thing. And she was like, this is amazing. You need to be a psychology major. And I was like, one, again, already picked accounting. I'm good. Thank you. (laughs) And two... It's just because I've, like, literally just learned this my last year of high school. So that's the only reason I'm rocking this. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I took my placement test for Spanish, it was like, Ugh, that, that. oh, you did so well on that. Like, you have to take, uh, you, you should major in Spanish because you'll place into, like, 201 and then it's only, like, four more classes after that. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Um, no. Not cool. Uh, it was Wait, so difficult. you tested out to 201? I did. And then uh, I, so I took 201, then I took 202, and then I took 3, like, 10, and 315 or whatever. And uh, then I was like, oh, yeah, those classes were great. And then they're like, okay, great. Now you're going to take uh, Latin American culture. And I was like, sick. So I showed up for the first day of that class, and it was, like, completely in Spanish. And, like, uh... Like, everything was Spanish, and I was like, oh, no. Did you have that with Amanda? Uh, I don't remember. Okay. Because I, I kind of remember her freaking out a little bit. But I dropped that class like it was hot, because I... <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I was like, maybe a Spanish minor uh, is the one for me. Yeah. And then I took Spanish literature, and then I was like, oh, no, just just kidding. <laughs> nah, not really. Uh, so, anyhow, enough about me. Uh, <laughs> your episode. So... Uh, fast forward uh, through um, the college experience, academic speaking wise, um, your first job uh, out of undergrad was uh, a small accounting firm. Yes. So uh, then you made the switch after a while to a big accounting firm. Talk to uh, the listeners a little bit about that. Um, my first job was where I interned my senior year. And I enjoyed the experience, and I'm very thankful that I got to learn about tax and audit, which is a definite benefit of a smaller accounting firm because you're doing it all. So I could see, okay, what do I like more? Um, I realized I don't enjoy auditing as much as I should if I'm going to be doing it for the rest of my life. So I went into a bigger accounting firm. And I did tax only. And it turns out, I like tax, but I don't like tax enough to be doing it 25-7. And yes, that's an extra hour of the day just doing that. Yeah, I've added one hour. So um, it was interesting because 
I'm glad that I did it because I could see what it was like working for a bigger firm because I was at a smaller firm. It was nice to get to know the people. I appreciate the relationships I had with them. And then when I went to a bigger firm, it was kind of hard because I wasn't building relationships as easily because it's 30 people instead, you know, you're trying to build that one-on-one with everybody, but hey, we're all busy doing the work. So Um, that's when I kind of decided, I don't think I enjoy public accounting, which it's not for everybody. And I found out early and I'm glad I did that this isn't something that I was interested in. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell uh, the listeners, so you said that you work at Alexis Fire. Uh, So tell us a little bit about what that entails. Okay. Well, I did just start on Monday. (laughs) So I'll tell you what I know from the week. Um, One, it's so much easier to have a conversation with the people I work with here. And that's one of the things I enjoy is how easy it is just to talk to everybody. Um, That's not any other place's fault solely because they're accountants, because I understand that accountants get a bad rec for being hard to talk to. Hard to talk to, antisocial, maybe a little. So it's not, it's not all that. I have met some social accountants, but, um, it's just some such a different atmosphere. It's easier to talk to them, work with them. And they were nice enough to let me go to one of the biggest conferences um, that we're, we have a booth at. So this week I worked in the office for three days and now we're at FDIC and I'm in the booth watching the salesmen work and try to sell fire trucks. And it's just such a cool experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think they said there was what? 815 vendors here. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're at a hotel right now. So that explains that. Yeah. Um, I currently have 18,000 steps from just walking around, getting to see the different types of companies we work with um, because we do customized fire trucks. And so it was cool to see who we work with and all of that stuff, get to know, get to see faces. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're listening to the Life Leadership and Laughs podcast with Haley McLean uh, as our guest this week. We'll be right back. Hopefully you've had some time to connect with this week's guest and are starting to take some things away from this week's episode. If that's the case, then what I'd ask for you to do is to make sure that you leave us a five-star review and let us know what you think of the show. Reviews help the show grow and get uh, more recognition and expand our reach uh, so that we can touch other people with the content that we bring on. If you want to be on the show, make sure to check out the show notes for a link to schedule your very own podcast interview. Thanks so much again for listening. Now back to this week's episode. Um, all right, so we back. <laughs> Love that. Love that you do an official, like, outro, and then, all right, we back for an intro. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm still trying to figure it all out, so. Also, guys, the commercial, put in later. Just found that out. <laughs> I've always been wondering. <laughs> well, uh, for a while, it was like, 
should I even do one? Uh, you know, like, uh, it's my own ad. Oh, no. YouTubers do that all the time. Yeah. They're, it's definitely a way to sell your services, which is why everyone should consider all the services that are available at uh, jakespeaks.com. Dot org. Don't go to dot com. <laughs> That's not the <laughs> That's right That's the wrong list. Jake. That uh, is the wrong Jake. Not a sponsor. There is oh. a... Oh. <laughs> nice, nice segue. I like that. That was good. Um, so... One of the reasons that I uh, was excited to have you on the show, you know, actually, I didn't know that you wanted to be on the show. Yeah, no, he hasn't asked me yeah. ever. Uh, yeah, you know, I just, uh, I thought that you would have expressed interest, and that's on me, because I assumed. I made an assumption. No, it's because I, and we've talked about this a lot, I was nervous because I didn't think I have a story to share with people. Mm-hmm. So, I was trying to still figure out, and like I decided, hey, uh, I haven't got a new job yet, so I can't really talk about anything. Now I'm one weekend and look at me. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> um, so uh, I want to dive into that a little bit. Uh, so why didn't you think you had a story to to share with people? Um, because usually people have like a ending message, and I haven't developed my message yet. So, we've been having conversations about it, trying to figure that out. You know, I have a story, and I believe everyone does, which is why anyone could come on here and talk about their life. It's fascinating to know all the different types of people. It's just, in my head, I had decided I don't have a, like, finished product yet, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas a lot of these people are guest speakers that are selling their story all the time Mm. yeah i mean one thing i guess i just uh say to that again uh is that uh i definitely don't have a finished product uh and i don't think anybody i've ever had on the show does um i think at some level we're all just trying to figure it out that's the truth uh (laughs) mood uh (laughs) so uh no, I'm. I was glad um, <laughs> that somebody finally slapped me upside the head, uh, figuratively speaking, of course. And yeah, no uh, violence. Was like, when are you going to have Haley on the show? Uh, because it like suddenly like a large light bulb went off, and I was like, hmm, okay, yeah. Uh, so I'm just glad that we could find some time during this busy conference. Uh, convention. We have been uh, running all day. Honestly, my legs hurt so bad that I'm probably never going to get up out of this chair. Oh, I am glued to it. So, um, one of the things to kind of dive into your story uh, a little bit more um, about your career changes, for example. Not for example, that's the direction. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, diving into your career up till this point uh what are some of the things that you learned about yourself kind of at each step of those different things um one of the things that i've learned is something i kind of knew about myself before um in high school i was a waitress 
And so I always thought I was extroverted because I talked to customers all day. And then when I got to college, it turned out, based on the Meyer Briggs, um, I'm a more introverted because I do get exhausted from working, you know, and talking to people. So I thought, okay, accounting's perfect. It's more of an introverted, you're kind of just doing your work, talk to people when you need to talk to people. Not a huge thing. Um, Through my experience, I've realized uh, that I am, you know, able, I thrive more off of talking with clients, working with people, doing more collaborative things. And so that was one of the things that really helped me move into my new job. And because I'm going to be an administrative assistant. And they're kind of pulling me into all different areas to help where we can. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'll be doing a ton of projects that are just different aspects of the business. So I'll be able to work with a lot of people. So they're pulling you in a bunch of different directions. Which is awesome and something I want to do instead of sitting at a desk doing taxes for 12, 14 hours a day. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing I've learned is that... Um, I thought I was always the type of person who picks one direction, goes with it. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier. Yes. And so, um, it was kind of a hard decision for me to decide, okay, I don't want to do accounting because I'm so headstrong in thinking about that, that I realized, hey, there are other things. One, that's the reason I got three majors is because every time I took an accounting class, I was like, hmm. I get the concepts and I like it, but it's not my favorite. So I'll get these backups because overall I'm fascinated with business. I like learning about marketing. I like learning the accounting. So it's kind of been in the back of my head that maybe um, accounting is not going to be the do all end all. And so... That's why I got the three majors, and that's why I'm taking this new step. And I think that's important to let the, everyone know when you're, like, in college, hey, you can make career changes uh, later. It's four years after college, and I'm deciding I'm going to try something different, you know? Mm-hmm. Not just focus on accounting, see what I can learn, who I can become in this career. Mm-hmm. So you said it was a hard choice for you to um, to make the to make the switch. It was a, it was a hard choice for you to make the switch. So why do you think it was so difficult to make that that switch? Um, because it was something I'm used to, which I think is hard to get out of your comfort zone. Which is another thing why I didn't want to be on the podcast yet because I didn't want to step out of my comfort zone. But hey, apparently this week I'm making huge leaps. So <laughs> huge leaps and bounds. Let's you know, let's go all out. That's right. By Sunday, I'm gonna have to. Me and Hannah are gonna have to have started our YouTube channel because I'm just doing everything this week. Let's just get out of here. Yeah. So, uh, taking a break from some of the heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, outside of your uh, professional kind of identity, right? Um, how do you find the time to take care of yourself? And what do you do 
I um I don't think self care has been a big priority in in my life. Um, so it's kind of something new, and I had a little time off between my old job and starting this job. So I took some time to be all about that self-care. Turns out I'm a puzzler. I love a good jigsaw puzzle. Um, I got back into reading because during tax season, it's full steam ahead. And so now that I'm not doing that, I was like, I can pick up some hobbies. I started gardening and I have a fascination with any type of YouTube video. It doesn't have to be a regular channel that I watch. Uh, Last week, I watched an episode of a guy talking about Cutco knives. (laughs) Am I going to buy them? No. (laughs) Is he going to sell them to me? No, he's no longer a distributor. I learned that. (laughs) (laughs) Then what is he doing making... Oh, no, no, no. Because 10 months ago... He, like, was into the product, and I was, like, loving his energy because he was, like, excited about it. And he's, like, it's an investment. And I was, like, okay. Again, not going to buy these, but I love your energy. So, of course, I was, like, I have to go back and see if he had any more follow-up videos. And then, like, three months later, he's, like, so I'm with another company now. Um, I still think Cutco is not a scam. It's an investment. And I was, like, all right, love your energy. He just wanted to make more money. How wild. It was... I just love videos like that where it's not anything I need in my life, but I love his energy and I was just fascinated. Hmm. So uh, you uh, made a uh, joke earlier, and of course I know this, but uh, you and your sister want to start your own YouTube channel. Right. So uh, tell us about that. Um, We're still trying to figure that out because... You can't just go full force and start a YouTube channel if you don't have any ideas or a direction. Um, So we're still coming up with ideas. And I think we want to do some... CM. Um, (laughs) CM. We want to do some uh, decorating videos when she gets into a house. So we're trying to like roll that out, work that out. Come up with your... Come up with your content. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they say you're supposed to come up with like a hundred ideas before you like actually start your channel. We had about 20. So we're a fifth of the way through this process. Yeah. Well, um, not just because I'm your husband, but because I find you hilarious. I appreciate uh, that. I'll, I'll subscribe. You know, I have noticed that you subscribe to or are interested in a lot of your guests like things so i appreciate the like following and i like that you support whoever is you know doing whatever well i got to you know it's like uh because usually i don't know that people are like doing the things that they're doing uh but when i find out i'm like oh my god i gotta figure that out i gotta follow them I get that. So, so we are uh, at about the forty-minute mark. Uh, you didn't think that we were going to get here. I did not. I thought this was going to be a short episode. 
So um, if you had if you had to change anything about your experience up until this point, the story that have, that you have written up until now, uh, would you? No, because every step of the way, I've learned something about myself because you might not find the perfect job in the beginning, but you're always going to learn something about either the profession or who you are. And I think that that's incredibly important because you always want to be changing, learning, growing. Otherwise, you're not getting the most out of life. And even in your downtime, you can learn things like, I'm a pretty baller puzzler, okay? <laughs> like, you give me a sky and I, I figure it out. Yeah, I can confirm this. Thank you. I appreciate the the support. Um, also, uh, we do have on tape, everyone, that Jake McLean says he does do special requests. Um, so if you guys want me back, um, just blow that up, okay? Just constantly... Haley part two, everyone needs this, whatever. Yeah, I mean, when you start your YouTube channel, I'll oh. have you back on. Oh. No, everyone just constantly want me. Week after week, it's my show now. You become a co-host. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> the, people's, the, the people stage a coup d'etat, and you take over Life Leadership and Laughs with Jake McLean, and it becomes Life Leadership and Laughs with Jake McLean, hosted by Haley McLean. <laughs> I love that. Move over, Max. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you had to uh, give any sort of advice for people who are either fresh out of college, just trying to figure it out like the rest of us, uh, or people who are still in college, what would you say? Um, I would say... It's important to not only think about your, like, long-term goals, but also be present in the moment. And also, um, try new things. Take new opportunities. Maybe you can't find that ideal job right now, but find something that can build your skills. I still keep on my resume that I was a waitress because it shows how I can deal with customers because that's an important skill that I need in any job I've worked with. I've used that for um, my first accounting job. I I got to meet with clients because they knew that I can handle myself in a certain manner. And so your current job might not be the job you want, but you're building something and it can be important to you. Damn. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thank you. Well, uh, I think that's all the time. Well, Haley, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. You're a wonderful host. Uh, well, you're a wonderful guest. Oh, this is just a weird like, yeah, this compliment. This is like a, a, a weird romantic, <laughs> like, ooh, thank you for being on my podcast. No, I love you more. No, you hang up first. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listeners, thank you for listening, especially to that last bit. <laughs> Remember that you can follow the show uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
you can take a look at my mailing list uh, to see what I'm up to and look for the fun updates for the coaching and speaking part of the business by following the mail list at www.jakespeaks.org. Not .com. That's a different Jake Speaks. Right. Not a sponsor. Definitely not a sponsor. Uh, (laughs) Or remember, you can follow me on social media as well. Instagram and Twitter at MC Leadership Guy. Until next time, take care.